that time again. It's Wednesday, and it's Colton Cockrell here. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, where we're connecting business perspectives. Like I said, I am Colton, and I am a certified financial fiduciary and an independent financial advisor with Share McKinley Group. And I know I say it every week, that awesome, the wonderful, the perfect, the angel to my left, Miss Tricia Stetzel. Thank you, Colton. So one one of these days I'm going to sit to your right, and that's really going to mess you up. It's not going to happen. So I I always try to beat what I say the previous week, and it's just so hard. You know, hopefully we put these in order or else it will kind of... Yeah, I hope so because you're building on all of the accolades, I right? I just love it. I feel like it's a new adjective right. every podcast. Okay. <laughs> Good afternoon. My name is Trisha Stetzel and I am the owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions. And would it be okay with you if I gave the purpose of our podcast today? It'd be perfect. All right, super. So for those of you who are new to our podcast... Uh, we want you to know that together, Colton and I interview local business professionals and industry experts. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our own unique styles of gathering information from our guests. But today is special. Today is special because we have a very special guest. But first, we should thank our sponsors. Man, you're saving We're me. Okay. There. So, first, Jim Butcher, a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. He is the man. And then also our editor, Mr. Pat Lee, who is the owner of Video Envy. So now it's suspense. No one knows who the guest is today except everyone does because it's already named on the podcast. Our guest today is going to be the wonderful, the lovely, every single week I say it, Trisha Stetzel. Woo! <laughs> Just waiting for the crowd to erupt. I guess not. So I do want to read your bio if that's okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Are you sure? Yeah, okay. I, that, so I supplied you with a short one this time. Yeah, because the other one was like three pages, so I appreciate you kind of breaking it down for oh, me. Oh, you're welcome. So here it is, Trisha Stetzel. Her experience in both her experience is both wide and diverse. She served our country for eight years in the U.S. Navy, which, again, thank you for your service, and has had the opportunity to live and work in multiple countries. Upon her exit from the military, she joined the forces of corporate America. See what you did there? You like the play on words? I do. Yeah. Learning how to navigate the doors of Big Blue, IBM. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve years ago, she found her passion as an entrepreneur. Trisha's devotion for helping others in the community and in business led her to become a certified focal point business coach, allowing her the opportunity to share her gifts of knowledge, experience, and altruism, good word, with a broader audience. Business coaching has enabled Trisha the opportunity to collaborate with many business owners, creating positive growth and a heightened sense of community. Wow, that sounds phenomenal. Hey, thanks. It's almost <laughs> as good as yours. Maybe one day we'll interview you. Maybe one day. Maybe today one day. it's your day, okay? Okay. So I got a ton of questions for you. All right. And first, just what is a business coach? So as an athlete in high school, I had multiple coaches, yeah. right? So they were all the same, coaching you, making you a better person individually and um, athletically. Yep, absolutely. What does a business coach bring to the table? So from a business coaching perspective, it's just, I mean, let's play with words here or not, right? It really is about your business. So most of the people that business coaches are working with are solopreneurs, people who own their own business, they're in business by themselves, uh, entrepreneurs who may have a staff. Uh, there may be also some coaching necessary for managers and corporations. So as a business coach, we're doing the same thing as an athletic coach. It's making that person that they're sitting across from better at whatever it is that they're doing in their business. 
Okay, and so is there any particular things that you focus on? Or should a business coach be focusing on whenever they're working with their clients? Yeah, so in general, business coaches should be focused on the uh, constraint that's in the way of the person that they're sitting across from. Typically, someone will hire a, a business owner or a manager will hire a business coach to help them through an issue. It could be time management. It could be staffing issues. It could be bottom line. They don't have cash flow something along those lines. But whatever they go to the business coach with, that's what the business coach should be focused on and really help the business owner work through the roadblock that's in their way. Okay, and wow, you're, you're really good at this. I feel like <laughs> you've done this before. No, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> and so what, what's the, the signs? So what's the, um, if, if someone's a business owner, what are the signs or like the, the key things that indicate, hey, maybe I should open the door and talk to a, a business coach? That's a really interesting question. So most, if I talk, let's talk about solopreneurs, right? They just like with financial advisors don't necessarily want to open the kimono, right? Per se to let people in because they're solopreneurs. They're proud. They open their own business. They don't necessarily want someone coming in to see that maybe things aren't a hundred percent or they're not as good as they seem on the outside. Uh, so Business owners typically, particularly solopreneurs, won't ask for help. It's usually someone else in their life or another coach, maybe a life coach, a financial advisor, or even a fitness coach that gets that information from the business owner that they need help with their business. I don't know if that really answers your question because there are so many signs that there is something wrong, but until that business owner is ready to take that step, they're not open to coaching. Okay, that's interesting because you would think your business, your your biggest asset, really, you want it to grow, and if it's just stagnant, you would think you'd want to reach out to somebody to. to Absolutely. Uh, by the time, what I found, by the time people are you know waist deep in the quicksand, they're not necessarily ready to ask for help because they've been putting band aids uh, on the business for so long that they're not willing to show someone how much trouble they're in. Uh, and then once the quicksand's up to their neck and they do ask for help, a lot of times the business coach isn't as much help as they could have been in the beginning. You know, I've actually heard that plenty of times. Usually when you when you know you need a business coach, it's too late. That's right. Right. So Most there's of the time. Oh, man, that's that's a shame. Yeah. And so whenever whenever people think about coaching or business coaching um, in particular, they might have the idea of just okay, they're just a a um, a accountability partner that I'm paying. Is that is that somewhat true? It can be. Yeah, absolutely. So the accountability partner is really bringing the outside perspective like I talked about, right? The coach looking in right at Michael Phelps. So he's a swimmer. The coach is looking on the outside. Um, maybe the stroke needs to be changed just a little bit. And here's the thing about coaching, whether it's sports or business. Standing on the outside looking in, you can ask the business owner or the swimmer, or the basketball player to make a, a change, a 1% change, the tiniest little change, and it can make all the difference in the world, right? Think about the golf stroke. If you have a golf coach and they tell you to twist your wrist, you know, by 10 degrees or hold the club different. Do you play golf? I know. So it's yeah. loosening or tightening. Or, oh, it's, it's okay. See, okay, thanks, Colton. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, I don't play golf. 
I do. I play golf. They don't let me on the. They don't let me on the golf course. I was going to say the field. (laughs) They don't let me on the golf course because I'm too loud. Can you imagine that? Wow, that's they are so misunderstood. (laughs) I know. I I know. I don't understand. They won't let me on the golf course. Oh my goodness! Because I have way too much fun. But it really is about that tiny change, that one percent change, and being the accountability partner. And here's here's what I tell people. if you have a great business coach, they should be there to stand in your greatness. It's your business. You're the one that needs to stand up and feel good about what you're doing at the end of the day. And the business coach's job is really to stand in your greatness and help you get there. Stand in your greatness. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So now let's let's flip it. Um, whenever, instead of you looking for clients, whenever someone is looking for a business coach, mm-hmm. What are good questions to ask a potential coach? Sure. So if I'm a client looking for a business coach, I would first ask them what their program looks like. And would you be putting me into, let's call it the box. I hear that question a lot. So am I going to go through the same program that someone in my competing industry goes through? Or am I going to go through the same program that someone in a different industry goes to? The answer should be no. The program that the coach is helping you move through should be very specialized to your issue. You you know where you are today. I hope you know where you want to go. That's why you've, you're looking for a coach. And the coach should be able to put together a program for you to get you there and not just have you run through a whole bunch of modules, yeah. doing a whole lot of things that are completely worthless to your business or you feel like are worthless. So right? it should be unique to you yeah, as an individual, right. not an industry. Absolutely. So that's the first thing that you should ask is, what does the program look like? Where are you taking me? Uh, it, it When you're interviewing, and you should interview your coaches, you should connect with them if it's not somebody that you like to sit across from you probably shouldn't hire them because this is a relationship makes sense yeah and if you're gonna spend an hour with them every week or more do you really want to dread spending an hour with that person every week probably not Um, so it should be somebody that you certainly that you connect with and you should look at their background are they certified do they have any experience had they owned a business before or are they just teaching you how to own your business yet they've never done it themselves so that was another, that was going to be my next question because if i'm going to work with someone i want to make sure they had success sure. in their business Absolutely. so let me ask you this so now moving to more personally of trisha stetzel as a business coach okay. um, why why leave you know ibm why leave you know i know you started your pet business which yep. you're successful and you still have it um, but why go into business coaching? What made you do that? So can I, if I'm being truthful with you, it found me. Um, I have a passion for educating and helping people. I have a passion for business. I have a passion for helping grow in the community. I have a passion for volunteering. And business coaching found me. I My husband was very passionate about becoming a business coach. He had me go along with him to, I was going to be the business manager because I'm, I was this serial entrepreneur. I couldn't help myself. I kept <laughs> opening businesses. And we got to the certification class and I found my calling. It was really amazing. It wasn't, I didn't choose this. It chose me. And I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm different from mm. other people in the community that are, are business coaches. That's one, interesting. I've, owned a business for 12 years 
more than one. You still have your business. I do. I still have the first business that's 12 years old. I've purchased a business. I've sold a business. Um, I've owned a franchise. I've owned a mom and pop shop. I mean, I have a lot of experience. And being able to share that with people in the community who want to grow their businesses is really special to me. Mm. Uh, It was interesting during that certification class that we were going through, I was kind of going through the motions and the CEO happened to be there the day that we were doing some role playing. And he approached me after we did the role playing and said, wow, how long have you been doing this for? (laughs) And I said, I didn't really come here to be a business coach. I came here to be a business manager, but I've fallen in love with the idea of taking this back to my community and helping hmm. businesses grow. So that's where that came from. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, now completely off the wall. Um, <laughs> if you had the choice... Not that I didn't see this coming. You did not because mm. you don't have the show notes in front of you. <laughs> so if, <laughs> if you had the option of adopting a ostrich or a camel, which one would you choose and why? Oh, man. I just randomly came up with that the top of my head like... I have a weird mind, Ostrich. I guess. Why? They can't fly, so they're going to be in your backyard. Yeah, well, I was just thinking about the space needed for a camel versus an ostrich. An ostrich is smaller. They, I was, the very first thing that came to mind was Riding an camels ostrich? spit. <laughs> camels <laughs> will spit. Um, and I, you could ride both of them, but the ostrich takes up less room. So definitely an ostrich. Okay, you know, I would think I would have to agree with you. <laughs> so in closing... Trisha, and you know the drill. I do. Can you please give us your contact information and spell out? um... Yeah, absolutely. So if you can't find it in the um, Facebook post that's attached to this podcast. What a a pro. Right? Uh, Trisha Stetzel, Results Extreme Business Solutions. You can reach me at 281-217-4951. Or you can find me at our website teamrxc.com t-e-a-m-r-x-c.com and the rest of our contact information is there awesome well trisha it was a pleasure to be able to sit down and talk to you specifically how fun it was and i maybe one day you'll have the pleasure of interviewing me who knows oh i'm sure that's going to happen really soon so let's go ahead and take off your interviewee hat okay interviewer hat and go ahead and close out uh, our show with giving us our sponsors one more time. I would time. love to do that. So we want to thank our sponsor, Mr. Jim Butcher with Allegiance Bank. Thank you, Jim, for all you've done for us to get this thing going. And Mr. Pat Lee for all of the wonderful advice and help that you give us with editing our podcast, Owner of Video Envy. Back to you, Colton. Back to me. Okay, I'm going to take that and hit this one out of the park. Here comes the disclosure. Compliance, shout out. All right, I'm going to try to do it in one breath, by the okay, way. Let's go. see if I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> So, Colton Cockerell, which is me, is with Sharon McKinley Group, LLC. We are located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas, 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc. Heck yeah. All right. <laughs> now we're talking. done. Yes. And so, this is Colton Cockerell with Sharon McKinley Group. And Trisha Stetzel, Results Extreme Business Solutions. Signing off. And this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode.